every time we live the Word of God in this present life, we eat the body of Jesus and drink his blood. This is the communion with God. This is the Lord's Supper. This is the power that we have in Jesus. Many people hear the Word of God but fail to do it. Many people read the Word of God but fail to do it. Many people read this blog of Jesus Ministries Exhortation Blog and fail to do it. And many people hear these podcasts and fail to do them. They benefit you nothing unless you do the Word of God. And by doing the Word of God, we eat the body of Jesus and we drink his blood. That is the power of God. Another important point is all Scripture is inspired by God. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is inspired by God. Therefore, all scripture is Jesus speaking to us, the Word. Jesus, the Word, speaks to us through scripture, by the Spirit of God. Therefore, all of the New Testament is the Word of God. All the Old Testament is the Word of God. Sometimes Bible publishers will put in red what they say to be the words of Jesus, and I'm always amazed because every word in the Bible is the Word of Jesus. It's all inspired by God. Let's stop and read Second Timothy Chapter 3, verses 16, 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Therefore, it's the word of God. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished, unto all good works. Twice I have had Catholic women tell me that the Catholic Church told them not to read the Bible, that people like them shouldn't be reading the Bible, that the Catholic priest would tell them what they needed to know. I've had that happen twice. There was a famous Indian potter, American Indian potter, named Margaret Tafoya, I became very close friends with her children, some of her children. I didn't know all of them. But one of them, Mella, Mella Youngblood, a famous potter, I traveled all over the United States with Mella and Nathan and Nancy, her children, who were famous potters also. So therefore, I got to know Margaret really well. And Margaret said to me once, she said, oh, if I could just believe that I belong to God, if I could just believe it. She told me this story. She said she was in the Catholic Church, and she wanted her children, seven children, 
to go to McCurdy Mission School to learn the Bible. So she took them out of the Catholic school and enrolled them in the mission school for the purpose of learning the Bible. She said the priest called her in and said, you can't do this. You have to put your children back in the Catholic school. Margaret said, no, I want them to study the Bible. The Catholic priest said, people like you don't need to read the Bible. You shouldn't read the Bible. We will tell you what you need to know. Margaret said, no, I want my children to study the Bible. And she told me, she said, the priest became so angry with her, and he said, if you do this, if you keep your children in that mission school, we will put you out of the Catholic Church, and you will not be able to be buried in the consecrated ground next to the church. And you will never be able to confess your sins again. And Margaret said to me, I don't know what came over me. But I said to that priest, I don't have to confess my sins to a man like you. I'll confess my sins to the Lord. And she said, he became so mad at me. And he put her out of the Catholic Church. I told Margaret, no man can add you to the church and no man can put you out of the church. I was quoting Acts chapter 2, verse 47. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And concerning anyone taking you out of the church, we have John chapter 10, verse 27. We start at verse 27. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and none is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. No one can add you to the church except for God, and no one can remove you from the church except for God. And this is what I told Margaret. And she was so happy. We eat and drink the blood of Jesus after God adds us to the church or at the moment we're born again when we believe the truth of the message of God. We start at that point eating and drinking the word of God. I once said to my best friend who was Baptist, what do we do now that we're born again? And she said, nothing. I said, nothing? We don't do anything? She said, no, no, we don't do anything. 
Well, that's really not true. What we do is eat and drink the Word of God, doing the Word of God, allowing ourselves to be conformed to the image of Christ every time we do the Word of God, eating His body, drinking His blood, doing the Word of God. John chapter 6 For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Each of us who belong to God know what it is like. All of a sudden we'll be doing something and a word will be brought up to our mind and we will remember a scripture. Or we will remember a dream. Or we will remember a concept of God. And we are being led by God, showing us what to do. And as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That is in Romans 8. Verse 14, I believe. John chapter 6 Verse 33, Jesus says, For the bread of God is he, the word, which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. I, the word, am the bread of life. Jesus from the beginning, was with God. He was the Word. All things were created by Him, and without Him was not anything created. John chapter 1. Jesus was the Word from the beginning. Now, when He was born in the flesh on this earth and walked as a man, He was named Jesus. But from the beginning, he was the Word. And he's the Word now. This is a very important scripture. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him. God said, let there be light. What is that? The word. All things were created by the word. Let there be light, and there was light. And the things created were not made out of things that previously existed. Like you start to build a house and you go get lumber. But in this case, God created the heavens and the earth where there was no material before. It was strictly by speaking the word, God created the heavens and the earth. Therefore, all things were made by the word. John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, the word. And without him was not anything made that was made. 
In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, Jesus was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. At one point in time, the word was made flesh, and he came to us as Jesus. And then he died for our sins was crucified, was raised from the dead, continued to walk on this earth for 40 days, and appeared to more than 500 men as a witness to the resurrection of God. And in Acts chapter 1, the disciples were together, and Jesus ascended into heaven through a cloud. And angels said to the men who were watching this, Why are you staring so intently at the sky? Acts chapter 1 verse 11. The two angels said to the men, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. But Jesus was from the beginning of time the Word. The beginning and the end, the Word. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us as a man. The Word is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word, and the Word is the thing we eat and drink and live. And we become one with the Word by eating and drinking the Word. As we do the Word, we become one with the Word. So as we read the Scriptures we must also do the scriptures. 
The Apostle Paul speaking in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Helping others, caring about others. Let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He didn't have to try to appear to be equal with God, though he was in the form of God. But he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and be, was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Paul says, be like him. Do the word of God. Humble yourself. Do the word of God. Don't try to be great among men. Don't try to hold men's esteem and keep their the honor among men. For in Galatians 1, Paul said, do I serve God or do I serve men? If I served men, I would not be the servant of God. So we humble ourselves, lay down our reputations, just as Jesus laid down his reputation, and we serve God. When we do that, we eat and drink the flesh of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, and Jesus says, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. It's the eating and drinking of the Word of God that gives us the power of God. Going back to John chapter 6, verse 33, Jesus says, For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I, the Word, am the bread of life. He that cometh to me, to the Word, shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me, believing on the Word, shall never thirst. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me, and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him, believing on the word, may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up in the last days. Verse 41, The Jews then murmured at him because he said, 
I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves, no man can come to me, except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught of God, meaning by God. God will be their teacher. Every man, therefore, that hath heard and hath learned from the Father cometh unto me, the word. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God, he hath seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, on the word, hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life, said Jesus the word. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I, the word, am the living bread, says Jesus, which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood, says Jesus, hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. We eat and drink the flesh and blood of Jesus each time we see a scripture and do that scripture and we are created into the image of Christ each time we do what the Word of God says to do in the situations that pertain to this present life. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.